0: Thing that um, he did say to us was just how he, he imagined, but just so much better.
1: can uh, just rely on uh, you know, what you read. You've got to do your own homework
2: and, uh, and ask a lot of questions. Too. It's unlike anything I've, I've seen before, even with professional sports here in Australia. It's... Uh... Everyone, welcome to the eighth episode of the NSR podcast. We have a, a pretty awesome episode for you guys today. We're going to be speaking with some parents of an athlete that, that's gone over to the states to, to play golf. So uh, make sure you, you tune in and, and listen through uh, this episode. Also, don't forget show notes will be available. So if you miss anything from this week's episodes, uh, we'll put together some key points uh, from from Joe and Scott. Uh, and also myself, and, and they'll be emailed to, to everyone on the program, and accessible for anyone off the program on our website uh, at nsraustralia.com.au under the podcast section. Any parents out there listening, make sure uh, you listen carefully the whole way through. Obviously, it's it's important to hear you know the stories of other parents that have gone through the same thing that you're going to go through eventually. You know, if this is something that that your your son or daughter want to take part in. So today we're going to be speaking with Joe and Scott Caulfield from Western Australia. Their son, Matt, has recently departed and, and gone over to the United States to play college golf and, and obviously study uh, towards a bachelor's degree. Uh, he started playing tournaments. He's settled in in really well. Uh, he's made loads of new friends and uh, by the sounds of it, he's already going somewhere for Thanksgiving. So you know, we're really excited to, to learn about Scott, Joe and also Matt's time and journey from when you know, Matt was was a young boy and decided that, that this is what he wanted to do all the way up until you know now where he's he's competing in college and and doing really well. Okay, uh, Scott and Joe, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast this week. I know you guys have been listening to every single episode uh, and and you you love them. Is that correct? Yeah,
1: I sure do. Yeah, we get a lot.
2: So, look, we'll get straight into it. Uh, if you guys can just give us an update on Matt at the moment and, and where he is and how he's going.
1: Yeah, Um in uh, Iowa at uh, Mount Mercy University, which is in uh, Cedar Rapids, about uh, three hours' drive west of Chicago. It's about a 13-hour time difference from us here in Perth, so uh, quite easy to keep in touch uh, from that point of view because uh, either we're waking up and he's going to bed or vice versa. Mount Mercy's a uh, university in the NAIA system, about three weeks ago. He's settled in really well, really made a lot of new friends and get along along well with uh, his roommate who's a basketballer, so they got different interests, which is good. He played, he woke up this morning with a message saying he played his first competition with the team last night, our time. He shot a really good score, came third in in his team and his team won won the competition for the day, so that's a good start to the year.
2: That is, that's great news and it makes it a little bit easier when there's a Another couple of Aussies and, and Kiwis, not only at Mount Mercy but all over Iowa. Um, so <clears throat> he'll definitely feel at home with with other Australians there with him. But when exactly did you guys start first first start looking at this this pathway? Not with NSR in general, but uh, I guess the the college pathway. Yeah, we
0: um, we went to uh, America in two thousand and eight, and we went to the Super Bowl in Phoenix, Arizona. What and which was awesome. And yeah. while we were there, we um, had booked in to play golf out at Thumps uh, uh, the northern Desert. I'm not sure what the golf course was called now, sorry. But um, they just had a great day, you know, the rattlesnakes and the, and the um, cacti everywhere. And Matt was raving about it. I think he was about eight or nine. And um, we just kind of talked about that from then on, really just the opportunity that is over there for golf. So we started just looking at golf camps in America just to see what... Options were over there, or you know, looking at going to a college. Um, and then I think it was when we first moved to Perth in 2013, we saw an, a commercial on Fox Footy with Nick Riewoldt um, promoting NSR, which included playing golf. So basically, that night <laughs> we signed up, and um, it was that easy, really. <laughs> Just, all, and was it that
2: was kind it, of what we're
0: looking for? But we didn't know yeah, what we were
2: looking for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And is that exactly or oh, that point in time? Is that when he said, "Yes, this is." exactly what I want to do, or is he still sort of unsure? He just Was it something where he just wanted to give himself the option to go over, or was it like, no, nah, I 100% want to do this?
0: It was definitely planned. It was <clears throat> definitely what he wanted to do. We did look at other options here in Australia, obviously because of the distance. Yeah. <laughs> when he was that age group looking at America, just seemed like, wow, it's too far away to send him. But look, yeah. each year it just becomes stronger and stronger, and any option that was here in Australia, like the, the golf camps in Sydney and Melbourne, uh, just dwindled away. It just
2: wasn't in his eyesight at all. So he yeah. was pretty much 100. percent I know when I was sort of going through the program as well. Once I decided that it's what I wanted to do, I, I signed on and and went full steam ahead. I didn't didn't look back. So it sounds sort of similar to to Matt's situation. But did you guys? How, how much research went into it? Was it just sort of online research? Did you did you know anyone on the the NSR program or that have got that had gone through the the college system before? Um,
1: one of the newest sports that they started on. They had a great history with obviously, a few other sports like soccer and basketball, but um, there wasn't a lot of the information that we could grab. So we Google a lot. Um, spoke to uh, one of the coaches here in WA, who was a uh, coach of uh, Oliver Goss, who went to the college system in the US before he turned pro, so we had some insight into it. We spoke to a lot of the golf pitch professionals here in WA who'd uh, over their experienced that, that, that kind of uh, entry into the, into the golfing industry because was a great pathway for them to uh, then come back and do their ship here so yeah it was five or five years ago there wasn't a lot of information for that particular sport but uh, as MSR has grown and we've, we've learnt more the longer we've been in the system uh, there's been a lot more information about it and, and you learn to educate yourself and that's probably the most important part of the parent, I suppose is to, you can't just rely on um, you know, what you read, you've got to do your own homework within
2: your industry who, who may have exposure to that kind of pathway 100 percent. and once once the ball started to to get rolling and you guys were involved obviously a lot more how did you find that the process were you overwhelmed at all with you know the, the information that was sent or, or that you guys were researching because um, obviously there's a lot of a lot of bits and pieces that that sort of need to happen and, and come into place to to actually make the opportunity a reality and and go to the other side of the world, essentially. Were you ever overwhelmed with anything or...?
0: Oh, look, definitely. I think um, at first it was a bit confusing because I think we were quite naive and just thought everything would be laid out on a platter for us. So I think very early on, once I started reading your web or, you know, reading, um, watching YouTube and just reading on the other golfers or athletes that were getting picked up, I soon learned, um, you know, we had to do our own homework ourselves which I just made it a Monday night routine, just get that routine happening. Um, And the more research we did, the more we realized it, it benefited Matt in what we knew as a family. So we could talk amongst ourselves as well. And um, it, um, it just educated us on the differences between, you know, the junior college, the NCAA, the NAIA and um, just, just understanding it all so we didn't have to ring you guys every day yeah. like we did in the, in the early days but, yeah. which is a bonus as well because we've personally got to know you all and you kind of feel like a part of a family to be honest.
2: It is it, it definitely is and I know I felt the, the same way when I was going through the process and back then you know nine years ago uh, there was less people in the office and it was a little bit sort of uh, the pathway there wasn't too much information about it and it wasn't really happening Regularly in Australia, but now you know there's hundreds of kids going over every year, and there's there's tons yeah. of information for parents to to access. But Matt signed on, I guess, with a few years before he would actually go over. Was there ever a point in time where you didn't think it was going to happen, like he wasn't going to go, or did he ever change his uh, mind?
1: No, he was. He's always been pretty focused, so the, I don't think it was ever an issue. There it was more um of keeping him on track with school and everything else, and uh, and making sure we we learn as we went. Yeah. Get a solid
2: budget,
0: so once we committed to that, we, we knew that we could do it. But uh, from Matt's point of view, no, he was always going be, to be going no matter what. So. Yep. <clears throat> and may I note, that's when we rang Matt Wade and Harrison, though, just like 10 times
2: a day. <laughs> <laughs> After, After you actually there, knew he was 100% going, you just, yeah, on the phone every day. No, but you always had, obviously, you always had good questions and questions that you needed answers to, so. And that's anyone sort of listening out there. We encourage all your parents to call us at the office or send us an email whenever you do have any questions about anything. Um, Don't just sort of sit back and wait. And we aren't mind readers. We can't read your mind and know when you have a problem or or you have questions. So make sure you give us a call. But um, moving on, you you obviously mentioned, uh, Scott, you started dealing with with coaches and, and offers. When you did I guess start, that's part of the, the whole process. What were your thoughts? Did you then research those schools? Did you obviously speak with the coaches and how exactly did you decide you know, that, yeah, that it, Mount Mercy it, was the school?
1: Yeah, we were lucky enough to have a few different offers So we had from different parts of the country so you yeah, we were forced to really do a lot of research on not only the college but you know, the town the location um, whether the town's going to be too small or too big or, or that kind of thing so you need to find a balance I suppose for you know, you know what your, your child is used to and so that, that was pretty important and luckily these days you can jump on Google and you can zoom in on, on the actual the town and <laughs> see how many golf courses, how many restaurants there are and how many different things there are outside of the university itself, so that was pretty important I suppose the other thing we did was what we decided upon was just the connection we, we noticed with the discussions um, the that they had with, with the particular coach Coach Luke from um, Mount Mercy yeah. um, he, he was a a golfer himself um, he's a caddy on a female tour uh, in the u.s so they they started talking a language which was just um a golfer's language straight away without any um any false kind of conversation so it was very natural yeah um and some of the other coaches we spoke to the same thing it was really good but just that instant connection that uh, you know, your first impressions go a long way and i think that imprinted on that very early on in in the conversations across all the coaches which is why he chose mount mercy we didn't choose a for him he he said, yep, yeah, this is the one I want to go to and, and we obviously talked about it but he was the one that
2: uh, made that final decision and yep. we worked around that you know, and did our homework around that as well. Certainly, and it, it definitely makes it a lot easier when uh, the coach makes you feel at home and, and more comfortable especially when you're calling and speaking to them from a distance You know, if yeah. they can sort of make you feel at ease and, and comfortable from, from that far away you know it's a, a good sign obviously for when you do go over.
1: Yeah, look, you want. Me, I mean you're sitting here your kids to the other side of the world so you need to know that I mean they're, they're old enough to go by themselves, but you still yeah. uh, have some con- concerns about sending them so far. But and in into, into a system that's fine to Australians—it's a totally different network and, and uh, structure of, of education. education. Not, nothing like university in Australia, so it's a very from what we can tell, very early on, it's a very family community community orientated kind of um, system, um, yeah. which helps the kids to win even better. So that's kind of very short after him being gone for three or four weeks
2: that yeah we've made the right decision over the last three or four years to finally get him there that's awesome and so after he decided you know that mount mercy was the school obviously that's you know that's not the end it's not you just you just jump on a plane and head straight over there's obviously school applications visa applications and and everything that that goes with that how did you guys cope with, with going through that sort of part of the, the process with all of the paperwork and documents that, that you need to supply and send to different institutions and all this kind of stuff? Uh,
0: it's pretty much the school sent us a checklist, mm-hmm. um, which helped a lot. And um, it was basically all hands on deck from all of us, um, lots of late nights because you'd be halfway through a form and you had to ask a question. So ten eleven o'clock at night, it was easier to email the um, international student advisor And we were so lucky; we had um, Catherine reply to us usually within five minutes to half an (laughs) hour, sometimes. So it made the process a lot easier. Um, Obviously, the nights that they're at school were suitable. Um, We made lots of phone calls to Harrison and Matt and uh, and yourself. So you know that helps as well because you give yourself a day or two to fill out forms. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think you know, as parents, we just need to be aware that. You've got to take ownership of a lot of the paperwork, and um, there are a lot of tasks that we have to do. We can't rely on you guys to do it for us. Um, it's definitely stressful nights, and um, <laughs> just a lot of you know chit chat amongst us just to make sure we've got all the paperwork right. Because when you're doing the Homeland Security, it gets a bit nerve wracking. But yeah. um no, look, it, it was it was fine. But yes, it's um, definitely go go go. There's no <laughs> there's no time to sit and ponder on things.
2: No, there's Especially certainly the time frame. yeah, there's certainly some intense questions as well when you're going through the visa application process. America's definitely not an easy country to to get into. Um, the best part is, I suppose,
1: that he's got the visa now for the entire period, he's there, so we only have to go through that process once. Yeah,
2: is, exactly. You don't have to do it again. It's now. Yeah, unless unless he wants to change schools. So hopefully he he decides <laughs> to, to stay at Mount Mercy and, and doesn't want to transfer and see a different part of the country. But um, he does the paperwork. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how, leading up to, to actually departing and, and going through applications and things like that, how was the support from the coaching staff as well? Was was Coach always there to answer your, your questions or, or Matt's questions as well?
0: Yeah, we basically, we passed that role on to Matt. Um, I would email myself, the coach, or um, international student. Um, advisor Catherine. Yep. If I had any questions as a parent, but if Matt had any, had any questions, we encouraged him to um, message the coach, let him know what he was up to, let him know about the new golf clubs he just bought. If he was playing a competition, you know, you update the coach and let him know. And and Coach Luke was fantastic. He would reply and you know encourage Matt to you know you know move on. You know if things hadn't worked out for a particular game and. Um, just very encouraging and very passionate about, you know, just giving that confidence within and uh, and belief. Yeah. So, um, but they got, you know, they were messaging each other weekly before he went. Probably two, three months before he left. He left for America. So that yeah. was really lovely to see as well as a parent.
2: Definitely, that makes it it makes it ten times easier. Um, ten times, it makes the transition yeah. ten times easier, not only for for Matt, but but you guys as well to know that he's going to be you know going to be taken care of. Um, now, Matt's over there. He's competing. He, he's enjoying it. What has he said to you guys after to, after arriving on campus and, and sort of settling in? Um,
1: yeah, he's just loved every minute of it. He hasn't had one one bad message, one bad Skype. He's always been positive, so that's uh, reassuring to know it's going well. Yeah. Um, not always going to go well all the time, but uh, <laughs> to be positive about the, the new adventure is, mm-hmm. is pretty important to embrace it. He you had know, one of the uh, one of the guys who's an American kid who just moved into state on I mean, the golf team last mm-hmm. two or three days so we've moved about halfway across the world and to know that he's okay he's reassuring for us so yeah, um, yeah he's settled into the town really well the, the golf team guys have um, three Aussie guys on the team which has made it, I suppose the move even more more easy for him
2: yeah
1: um, they've got some vehicles between the teams so they've got transport uh, they get to it from the golf course and go to restaurants if they need to settle into um, the uh, process of Of classes, the school's got them all sorted with that, and I've done some volunteer work in the community, so it's been an all-round exposure to him. So his roommate's already offered him to come back to uh, Chicago for Thanksgiving, so that's uh, that's a good start. He gets to see a big city uh, very early on in in the first few months, and uh, he's booked to come back for Christmas, but we think he might be staying there and uh, enjoy a white Christmas.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's America has to offer. Yeah, that's that's what I did. I stayed over all all four Christmases, but I know. After Thanksgiving, next time you Skype, uh, Matt, he might have put on a few kilos uh, (laughs) around the face and and stomach. Yeah, they they certainly eat a lot uh, over that holiday, so uh, expect a a bigger Matt next time you speak to him. Um, We've got all the photos have been sent. There's
1: been one photo of Matt and about ten photos of food. uh, (laughs) He's loving the food. He loves the chef' breakfast in the
0: morning. It makes his personalized omelette for him so he's getting a bit spoilt i think at this college but <laughs> it, it's sounds nice like it. it sounds <laughs> he, like
2: um, it sounds like
0: yeah look i think in the first few days he got there it it wasn't really overwhelming for him either which was really nice to know but the mm-hmm. thing that um he did say to us was just how he, he imagined but just so much better and
2: yeah.
0: that's just stuck so well with us and um yeah put tears to my eyes because he, couldn't ask for a better
2: start, to be honest. Yeah, seriously, that's, yeah, you don't get that uh, too often in, in those very early stages. Uh, obviously, kids uh, can be a little and bit we nervous and scared, and yeah, exactly. So, any advice for, for parents looking at this pathway for their kids?
1: Oh, look, uh, from now that we've just started getting there, but it's been a long long journey, I suppose, you've got to do your homework first and foremost as, as, as a parent. If someone has told us, you know, four years ago, three years ago, what to do, Um, do your you research yourself as well. You need to. Educate yourself. You can't rely on you guys to have all to be available 24/7 because you're not. Yeah, it's just impossible to have that um, have those uh, answers uh, made easy for you. You need to uh, start a budget very early on in the process as well. and work out one um, if you if you can uh, sustain this over a four-year period and have that plan in place rather than um, running around the last minute to to try and uh, do the sums. So you need to. Be prepared and don't just rely on like it will just happen and everyone will do the job for you, no you no one can do the paperwork for you no one can put your son on the plane you need to be prepared for all the ups and downs of the, of the process mm-hmm. and uh and just reassure the kids if they want to walk away just walk away that is the worst part i think would be to put the pressure on them to, to know they they have to go we said to Matt a month before if you don't want to go just let us know and that's okay so you can stay home and do something else but uh that didn't work. <laughs>
2: that <worked>. that <laughs> <Yeah>. was <laughs> your last hurdle for him to, to jump over. <laughs> we tried. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. just be the advice would just be to ask as many questions as you can to everyone you know within the industry of the sport you're choosing. Um, and also, yeah, touch base with you guys. We found, I think it was one night, it was like a white bulb, bulb moment where Joe found a lot of videos that Matt Wade did at uh, one stage there on a new website that you guys created a while ago. And we sat there for like Two hours of watching it all and we went okay now we know a lot of stuff we didn't, didn't know how to ask or where to ask or even issues we hadn't even thought of so you just got to get a whole wide range of, of exposure to every
2: question that you think of and, and ask it after yourself and find the answer. Exactly and it is the age of information it's it's not hard to just jump online and, and google something or bing something and and get the answers you need straight away um, yeah, I
0: think the, I think the other thing too, Jake, is, is important. Every college is so different. Every yeah. state has different laws and different, you know, different options, and and that's what we found. I, I I didn't even think of what a town would, you know, give to a student or all the college or. Um, you know the different sports that are at the college, and it all—we um, took everything into account. Mm-hmm. We probably went into it a little bit too deep, but <laughs> it made us comfortable yeah. for what you know what we were doing, especially for golf because it's so new to NSR, and mm-hmm. you know the pathway here is, is so hard to, to you know get into that top tier. So this is perfect for
2: us. Yeah, definitely. And he's—he's he's certainly in a pretty awesome part of the country. He's just down the road from the, the University of Iowa, so I'm sure he'll get up to a. A football game or a basketball game that it's it's ridiculous uh as I said I went to a few games around Iowa at those biggest sort of NCAA division one schools and the atmosphere and and all that is just it's unlike anything I've I've seen before even with professional sports here in Australia it's it's crazy so hopefully he gets gets up to a few of those and, and maybe goes to a game or two in Chicago when he's there but we certainly yeah obviously wish Matt well and hope he he dominates the the rest of the tournaments that he competes in, but thank you very much for for joining us and and jumping on this week's podcast, uh, Scott and Joe. We really appreciate it. You're
1: very welcome. Thanks, Mike.
2: Thank you. Thanks again, Joe and Scott, for for joining us this week. It was uh, very very informative and and really cool to hear, you know, your experiences going through the program. So from all all the listeners as well and and us here at NSR, thank you very much for for helping us out and, and jumping on this week's podcast. It's really awesome. Also, just a reminder to any listeners out there, you know, that, that have any feedback or have an idea on a particular topic that they want covered, uh, feel free to send through really anything to, to my email. That's Richards at nsr-inc.com uh, or feel free to get in contact with us at 39773 double seven three one triple three Uh, yeah just just give us some feedback let us know what what you would like to have covered if you want us to speak to some some athletes or or more parents whatever it may be we're we're open to suggestions and these podcasts are are here to to help educate um you guys on on this pathway so yeah any ideas you you have certainly you know feel free to get in touch so thanks again for listening in on this week's episode Uh, next week uh, again we'll, we'll have our ninth episode so make sure you're you listening to that one we'll be covering another another important topic uh, they're never ending we, we have tons and tons of of topics to go over and all are just as important as as the next so make sure you tune in next week and listen to our ninth podcast thanks everyone